What's next? This is a question we're all having to ask and answer more frequently. I'm Jenny Blake, your host of the Pivot Podcast and author of Pivot, The Only Move That Matters is Your Next One. For show notes from this episode, visit pivotmethod.com slash podcast. If change is the only constant, then let's get better at it. Here we go. All right, folks, it's that time. Doors for Momentum Enrollment are going to close on Tuesday at midnight. So now is your chance. The price will never be this low again as I raise it every single launch and every year as the value in the community builds over time. So if you are looking for incredible momentum, if you want to set your 2020 business strategy and super smart systems, I really encourage you to join us. Now is the time we will walk you through everything you need to know to really take your business to the next level. And most of all, to join a community of friends, people who are rooting for you, holding you accountable, encouraging you, giving you feedback, weighing in on programs and products that you're creating. That is what I love about momentum and something that I look forward to every single week whenever I log into the community on Facebook. And as soon as you enroll, you'll also get five years of archives that you can just have a blast strolling through as you go. Remember, we do have a 30-day 100% money back guarantee. So if you log in, you look around, you start interacting and attending my twice monthly calls and you have a change of heart, no worries no worries and no questions asked. We only want you to be there if you are jumping out of your chair with glee, excited. So if you are looking to free up time and earn more recurring revenue with ease and joy, I would love for you to join us. Just head on over to pivotmethod.com slash momentum. And if you happen to miss enrollment or doors opening, or now is just not the time, you can always add yourself to the momentum interest list in between. So that link after Tuesday at midnight, that link will go back to a wait list. And again, you can add your name to the wait list for a future launch, though I don't necessarily recommend it because we do raise the price every time as value in the community builds. You will also, right upon enrolling, don't forget, you're going to get access to some brand new courses I have created that I can't wait to share with you, including Do This Next, a 30-day blueprint of exactly what systems I would set up if I were starting from scratch, my Business Ninja Tech Toolkit of exactly every single recurring business service that I pay for and at what tier to run my business in about 15 to 20 hours per week. Of course, different when I'm working on a big client project or a big launch like this one. And you're also going to get to be part of the live Pivot to Profit six-month course. I am going to build that directly with your feedback in mind. And that's how I prefer it. So rather than burrowing away and creating that whole course before you've ever even signed up, I am going to build it with your direct questions and input in mind. So we'll go through the four solopreneur intelligence quadrants of energy intelligence in your business, financial intelligence, systems intelligence, and business building and thought leadership. So if any of that, if all of that sounds good to you and you are a heart-based business owner, really looking to take things to the next level, I would love for you to join us and Stephanie Momentum's incredible community director and I will be thrilled to welcome you into the fold. So that's pivotmethod.com slash momentum. 
Hi, everyone. I'm here at Podcast Row in New York City with Eric Cabral. Eric is a man of many talents and many podcasts. He's the host of the podcast Entrepreneur Circle, co-host of Capital Hacking, and he produces Real Estate Hackers. All of this in addition to founding his own company, On Air Brands. You and I have something in common that we can geek out on together, which is that Robert Kiyosaki, mm. author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, endorsed your show, Entrepreneur Circle. Oh God, and yeah. you said, he's a man who changed my path in life. I literally cried when hearing his promotion. Robert invited me to his show shortly after Pivot came out, maybe a year later. Really? And I swear it was one of those emails. I also wanted to cry. Yeah, I'm I was like, I have made it. <laughs> yeah. It's Robert Kiyosaki. It was probably one of the first business, personal finance books yes. I ever read before I read any self-help. Wow. It was one of my like gateway books. Yeah. Changed my life, changed my brother's life. And I'm like, this guy knows I exist. And to get to then yeah. talk to him on the phone. Yeah. And then it sounds like he endorsed your show. Yeah. What a huge moment. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm still getting chills. Right? So you're, you're telling me that story because that's exactly what happened. Like that was, I call his book, the purple pill, you know, like Morpheus. <laughs> yes. And once I took the pill, I, there was no turning back. I could not go back to corporate America and I could not get a nine to five because once I understood how money worked and how the system works and the rules and the game, uh, I was like, I am going to become a real estate investor, create enough capital in my life where now I can do what I want to do and have financial freedom, you know? So that's really was the ultimate goal. And then once I accomplished that, I was like, creative beckoned me back because the real estate industry doesn't have creatives. So I was a unicorn in the space where they said, you know, Who's doing your logos? Who's doing your website and your branding? And I was experimenting with personal branding and putting myself out there. And then that was getting well received. So then that started on air brands, you know, because I had to hire freelancers and people to come help me do all the work. And then I was like, you know, let me just make this a real thing and really start helping more people. Yeah. And that's a great example of somebody's Venn diagram overlapping. So mm. you have this really long tenure as a creative professional and working your way up through the agency life. And then you get started on the real estate building side. And then how do those two overlap? Yeah. It's really interesting. I think when we, when we see people where even your company on air brands, and I, I think I overheard at lunch, you were talking about, um, that it's a great niche working with real estate professionals because they don't, they're not always creative in the same way you are. And some people might think, oh, but that's so specific. And yet, as one of my mentors, Pam Slim says, it's a, an inch wide and a mile deep. Yeah, yeah. And it's so true in real estate. I have to come back to this purple pill notion. Yeah. <laughs> what stood out the most for you from that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Oh. What was your, or just give us one purple pill for oh, anyone yeah. who hasn't read it. Absolutely. Or it's been a while. That my house was not an investment. <laughs> I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, anything that takes money out of your pocket is not an investment. Mm. It's an investment if it puts money in your pocket. So that's what like got me started. I was like, I, I can't get enough of this. Um, but Jenny, I do remember like, you know, that's just one, you know, oh, tip know. of the iceberg. As I started, because I was listening to the audiobook and I was commuting, I had an hour and a half commute at the time. And that was really just changing my mindset. Um, I was literally punching the steering wheel on the dashboard because it was so powerful. And I was so moved by his message that I was like, this, this is going to just change the game completely for me and my whole family. So then that, that shows you why I got so emotional when, you know, I heard my words coming out of his mouth, my name coming out of his mouth. And like, we got to interview him for our show. 
It was just amazing just to even be associated with him. How did you make that connection so that he'd endorse your show? Yeah. So one of my business partners is just amazing. He doesn't call himself a marketer, but he's got a beautiful marketing mind and he owns multiple businesses. Um, you know, big shout out to Josh McCallan. So he um, was in a networking event, very much like what we're doing today at Podcast Row. And Robert Kiyosaki is one of the speakers. So that's how he got in and said, hey, we love you. Can you do our show? And then at the end of the show, he masterfully said, can you please just say you, you know, and then he, smart. Yeah. So this is what is we have so to start smart. doing. I forget to do this. So I was with James, right? At Altucher. I'm like, oh, I forgot to get a soundbite from him to say, hey, this is James Altucher. You're listening to the Entrepreneur Circle. I have to get one from you now that I remembered. But yeah. Hey, this the, is Jenny Blake. No, I'm just Yeah, kidding. the biggest That's brands, genius. You have to get them to say the name of your show and endorse it so you can use them as bumpers and ads. Especially too. if you have a fun time on the show and the interview goes well yeah. and... Wow. I see. I love, I love geeking out on systems and, and in this case, you're not taking any extra time from that mentor. You're they've already said yes to the podcast because of some connection that you made with them and some spark. Mm -hmm. And I just, wow, that's a, that's a game changer. Yeah. So I'm glad um, that, you know, the, the co-host of mine for that show, Capital Hacking, he, he does a lot of things that I never would have thought to do. And that was one of them. Mm-hmm. And he's a big proponent of always asking people to subscribe and like and leave a review on iTunes. Did you hear that, everybody? I, that yeah. Advice? Don't forget to like, <laughs> subscribe to Jenny's podcast. Now endorsed by Eric Cabral, everyone. <laughs> yes. But yeah, because I'm not, you know, like I'm the creative side. I come up with the ideas and the brand, but not the so much leveraging all the marketing on the back end. I think yeah. I'm allergic to the word marketing and even networking. And I know you're really good at networking. But when you put it that way, mm-hmm. like these just quick, easy things. And I think, I think the person, the Roberts of the world, they have to enjoy you and enjoy your show and probably know something about it. Right. Otherwise it'd be weird for them to put their name right. <laughs> like right. a sight unseen. Yeah. But yeah, for me, the purple pill was Robert's book, the, the difference between assets and liabilities. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because my brother and I went two different routes. I went the intellectual property route, which is a slower climb, I would say than real estate investing. But we, I did have a mind and my family does some real estate investing as well. And just learning more about that. He's a ninja compared to me. He's always giving me advice of what to do, but understanding that, you know, he was one of the earliest people that even described the difference between freelancing versus creating assets. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Tim Ferriss, four hour work week is another purple pill yeah, <laughs> all yeah. its own. Absolutely. This is funny because we've never talked about real estate on the Pivot Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, I was listening to Alex Rodriguez. He and I uh, co-taught a course at Stanford GSB called Strategic Pivoting. Mm-hmm. When I say we co-taught, so I Alex mean, Rodriguez. yes, baseball okay. player yeah. for the former baseball player for the Yankees. Yeah, he's a big real now engaged to J Lo. Yes, yeah. and he was describing on a podcast um, that he was co-hosting about his real estate investing strategy. Yeah. And I hit replay five times. I rewound to hear again and again and again how he went from one property and snowballed it into multiple properties. And so although it's very specific, especially for the topic of Pivot Podcast, I would actually like to hear what you learned and what your approach to real estate investing is, which is different than just owning the home you live in. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what you're talking about with Alex does is called the Burr strategy. Oh yeah, I just yeah. learned the Burr strategy. Yeah, so B R R R R stands for buy a home, right? Uh, then you re you you rehab it, right? Then you refinance, you rent it, and then you refinance it, and then you repeat, right? So so you buy it, you rehab it, you rent it. You refinance it and you repeat. So that allows you to take capital. So say for simple math, you buy a hundred thousand dollar home and then you you put some fixes. Now it's worth, you know, two hundred. Right. So then now you can actually refinance it. The bank will give you what it's worth. Now you just made a hundred thousand dollars. You take that capital, which is tax free, by the way, and you take that money and you go buy and do it again. See, this is where my brother is constantly on my case because I own a property that I used to live in. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you got to refinance that thing. You're just sitting on money. That's that's not working for you. It's not doing anything. And me being super conservative, I'm like, but it it will be paid off in 10 years. And I know, I know it's stupid. It's reprogramming your mind. That's what the whole Kiyosaki mindset thing is where, you know, it's, it's, there's good debt and there's bad debt. Right. So mm. bad debt, bad debt is obviously credit cards, right? Things that it's, it's, you're buying things that don't make you money, but good debt is you leverage the debt to make more money. So the money right. works for you. Yeah. All right. I always say <laughs> when I've heard something twice in a short period of time, it's yes. time to take action. If it's a the book title, the universe, you, the universe, my, my brother is like, he's probably put 10,000 hours into real estate and why I don't just listen in an instant, yeah. but sometimes these things need to think in a little bit. And it's funny you mentioned bigger podcasts, uh, bigger pockets, because I just saw the burr. My yeah. brother had told me what it was. He's like, mm-hmm. duh, it's the burr strategy. Not in a <laughs> condescending way. Actually, I just yeah. added that. He's yeah. much uh, more direct, but um, I'm glad you explained it. You put yeah. it really well. So burr is, it's existed. You know, investors have been doing it forever. They just, bigger pockets labeled it and put a, you know, so oh, easy smart. way I mean, to remember there's a, there's a tip around IP. And yeah. that they, if you make something easy to remember, yes. create a system around it. Exactly. We now know what it is. Right. Yeah. I mean, easier to known. talk about it. Yeah. And by the way, for anyone who wants to listen to that Alex Rodriguez episode, it's on a podcast called The Corp. And it was one of the earliest episodes. Okay. You did mention networking. Yes. And we're both here today at Podcast Row, which is actually so fun. I didn't know yeah. what to expect and I'm super introverted and Are you whatnot. Really? I am. I don't get that. Well, because I think introverts enjoy deep conversation mm. and one-on-one. I don't enjoy if I go, sometimes if I go to a book launch party and I know the author, I just go hide in a back room somewhere or the bathroom. I don't, really? I don't like to just like mix and mingle around. Yeah. Um, but this I really love and Ooh. I really love getting to know. But Tell me, tell me some practical, tactical now networking, insert whatever word doesn't give you hives, but of building authentic relationships with people. What helps you get to know people, especially ones that you respect or are interested in like James and so on? Yeah. So 100% now it's podcasting. So I have several shows, one of which Entrepreneur's Circle that you mentioned. Quick time out. Um, Eric says, podcasts today are what websites were in the 90s. Totally. So true. Okay, keep so, going. I mean, I keep putting it out there because I want people to realize the importance and the power of podcasting as a platform because there is nothing out there. And I've been in the industry for a long time that allows you to do this 
and create networks and partnerships and, ha- and and find clients just overall for lifelong friendships with people that you never would have had the opportunity to 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 pull into your circle. So, you know, for example, w- one of the biggest guests and probably she's still the biggest guest on my show is Randy Zuckerberg. How would I have ever gotten an opportunity to talk to her and get her a Randy? So anyone wants, you know, yes, the name sounds familiar because she's the sister of Mark Zuckerberg, but I don't talk about her in that light because she's accomplished so much on her own. She's actually left Facebook and started her own uh, Zuckerberg Media. And she has a book too, She right? has, yeah, she has uh, a dot complicated, a whole brand behind, you know, empowering young girls to get into tech. She's got Sue's Tech Kitchen. She's just doing so much stuff. And I got two little girls, so I like, you know, it drives home for me. But anyway, when would I have ever had an opportunity to say, hey, Randy, can you be on my show? Jason Pfeiffer, chief and editor of Entrepreneur Magazine, can you be on my show? Yeah, 99% of the people I've asked to be on my show say yes. And I loved it because, um, you know, James actually, uh, you know, backs it up with his 400th episode is called 400 episode means 400 yeses, right? Because he got all these amazing people on his show. So when I tell people how powerful it is and that if you have a message and you have a brand and you want to build a community or you already have one, um, you know, there's nothing more powerful than, than creating your own podcast right now. I agree. And it's such an incredible way to meet other people just like this right now. Yeah. I'm just going to get thrown in, I know. connect, talk about ideas. That's what I, one thing I love is that you get to explore interesting people and ideas. But for me too, I've made some of my closest friendships now from people that I never thought would even answer my email. <laughs> one of them's Penny Pierce. We've, we had so much fun. She was like this. I just was bowing down to her. She was Robert Kiyosaki of the intuition world. She wrote Mm. a book called The Intuitive Way. And we had so much fun on our first podcast that now we're nine episodes into what we affectionately have reverse called the Penny and Jenny show. Oh, really? Yes. And it's like a sub podcast. Thank you. And we just have a blast and we keep in touch. And I never expected that or saw it coming. But by recording a podcast, you actually it's easier for someone to say yes, because you're also adding value and getting their message out to all of these other listeners out there. There are so many facets to the benefits of having your own podcast. Just, you know, from, you know, aside from you being the 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 host, but like you said, the guest gets the benefit from it. The people who are listening get to benefit from it. Everybody wins. Um, it's just a beautiful thing. I just love being a part of it. I do too. And I totally second what you said about being the website of the 90s. Like it is a lot of work. I can't sugarcoat that. It's a lot of work. I started blogging in 2007. So relatively early days. And it's way more work than blogging in my personal opinion, but it is really worth it. And anyone who's listening, you're listening already. So I don't have to sell you on listening, but it's so intimate. You know, I love being, I love binging on a new podcast that I discover. And I feel like the host is coming around with me all day. (laughs) Yeah. And there's so much gratification. I'm sure you've experienced this, Jenny, when you go around, if you go to networking, you're just hanging out and someone comes up to you and says, Hey, I heard your show and I got so much out of it. I bought that guest's book or their program or whatever, you know, and it's changed my life or, you know, something you said on the show the other day just changed my life. Like that's massive. You know, that is so much, you know, giving back um, that you can't really, I I don't know anything else that compares really. And that's for me now happening as much as if not sometimes more than Oh, I read your book. It's I listened to your podcast. Yeah. Eric, as we start to wrap up, this has been so fun yeah, to talk to you all day. I know. Um, what is one book, 
app or podcast that you've been geeking out on recently? <laughs> recently? Um, okay, so we keep dropping, you know, the Kiyosaki thing. Uh, one of the ones, this isn't recent, but it did change my life too when I started to getting into building a business was the E-Myth, which, you know, by Michael yes. E. Gerber. I mean, anyone who's trying to start a business, um, that's usually my audience too, is a lot of people who are really trying to make that transition from corporate America into um, entrepreneurship. Um, the E-Myth is a, is a given, you have to. I'm reading Scaling right now. Um, you know, this just, it's all about, trying to put systems and processes and teams in place so that we can start to serve more people, you know? So, yeah. What I loved, I admittedly did not finish E-Myth Revisited, which is practically a crime on the years in business. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me because I love reading. Mm. I just, I don't know why I didn't finish that one. However, it was so powerful to understand that in any given business or any type of personality, you can have an entrepreneur, a manager mm-hmm. and a technician. Yeah. So he uses the metaphor of a bakery. Mm-hmm. There's the baker, there's mm-hmm. the manager, yeah. and there's the entrepreneur. And they're not right. always one in the same. And often people, especially founders, try to do all three. Right. Or the technician tries to start a business. Yes. Right? Or the manager. And, that's and not then they're not superpower. doing the thing they love. Right. Is there any other purple pill that I missed from that book that we should... No, you, you, that's the major, major one. That's like, are you a technician? Are you um, the manager or are you the visionary? Right. And you have to figure out who you are, because if you are the manager that loves to manage people and build systems and things, maybe you're not the idea person, you know, or maybe if you're the visionary, maybe you're not the one that likes to do the actual work. Which one do you lean toward? Unfortunately, I have to be all of that right now. <laughs> I do love being all of that but to I some the, extent. Yeah, but, it's yeah. fun. But then, you know, then we get caught in working in your business and not on your business. That's true. So that's where I am now. I'm trying to trying to remove myself from the day to day and start putting more teams and systems in place so that I can start to do the higher level stuff to grow the business. But yeah, that's that's where I am now. But I am definitely the visionary. And, you know, I just love being inspired and inspiring others to be whatever they dream themselves to be. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to listen to your many podcasts. Oh, you're so sweet. I've been listening to yours. It's awesome. Thank you, you do so a great much. Job. Thank you, Eric. Eric, where can people find you if they want to keep in touch? Yeah, so you can reach out to me directly, Eric, E-R-I-K, at onairbrands.com, or you can go to our website, onairbrands.com. I'll uh, be more than happy to hear from you. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Pivot Podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips and templates by signing up for Pivot List, a curated twice-monthly newsletter where I share the inside scoop on what I'm reading, watching, listening to, and the latest tools I'm geeking out on. Sign up at pivotmethod.com slash pivotlist. Get show notes from this episode at pivotmethod.com slash podcast. And connect with me on Twitter at Jenny underscore Blake. Remember, build first, then your courage will follow. Hasn't it always?